Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. I'm Cliff. And I'm Brett. This week we're going to talk about quite a controversial film, I think. It's called Society. It was made uh-huh. in 1989. Didn't come out in America until 1992. Probably, I think you're going to say it should never have come out. <laughs> well, it, it has it has some merits. It's certainly a strange film. I haven't been shocked at a film for quite some time. Um, but okay. I, I, I think I would say I was shocked at this one. I got a message off you that simply said... <laughs> What have you just made me watch? I did tell you not to watch it with the kids. <laughs> I didn't watch it with the kids. It was it was quite more explicit than what have you just made me watch. But there you go. I, I, I knew absolutely nothing about this film at all. I didn't read anything about it. The okay. only thing the only thing I saw was the was the cover, which I've seen before. And the the reason that I've seen seen it before is I've I've taught you before I like horror films, and on mm-hmm. internet movie database if you. If you're reading about a specific film, there's a little bit uh, close at the bottom of the page. There's something that is similar or films like yeah. this. So yeah. I, I'd, I'd seen the the, uh, the cover art for the, the VHS or the, the DVD or whatever. I, I haven't I haven't been drinking right yeah, in January. I, I did like the first two weeks, so that's all I could muster up right the <laughs> weeks. Uh, so uh, when we did the podcast last week i uh, i had a i had a drink on the on the night side mm-hmm. right and bearing in mind this is this is before i watched this film uh, i woke up in the middle of the night right and i was just licking me wife's back like some kind of night lizard right uh, not in a sexy way i was just like licking her back she didn't wake up gladly. I had to tell her the, like, the, the next morning. So I just turned over. Did and... she watch the film with you? No. Well, she probably wouldn't have. You wouldn't still be married with you. No, exactly. <laughs> she says, what are you doing the podcast on this week? I says, oh, you don't want to know. Well, so Society, like I said, yeah. was come out in uh, 1989 in England. Um, it was, I think it got its debut at uh, the London Film Festival in 1989. It was quite well reviewed, actually, especially Mark Mode. Yeah, uh, said it was like, silly but brilliant or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. It was directed by a guy called Brian Usner, mm-hmm. who also directed. He was the producer of Reanimator, which seems like something you would watch. Yeah, I've um, seen Reanimator. I've and seen he, then he went on to do this. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he directed Reanimator 2. Stars a guy called Billy Warlock, which is a brilliant name. It's a better name it's, than he is an actor. That's yeah. for sure. There's a couple of links to John Carpenter in this film, which obviously I'm a massive John Carpenter fan. Yeah, so he's in Halloween 2. Yes, that's the first one. Um, I don't know what the second one is. The second one is that his dad, who also must have uh, changed his name, right? Um, he, he He actually played the shape, right? He's called, wait for this one, Dick Warlock. The dad plays Michael Myers, basically, in Halloween 2. So that's how he got must have gotten the gig for that. But uh, okay. he was also Kurt Russell's uh, stunt double, right? So this is uh, a bit like that Tarantino film, the recent Tarantino film okay. for 25 years. So he's in loads and loads was of John Carpenter films. Ah, yeah, huh? Well, he has a third link then because Ooh. the special effects guy who's called Screaming Mad George, <laughs> um, who's a Japanese fella, he... Right. He did the effects on Big Trouble in Little China. So there's another oh, Carpenter well, link. There's, there's another Carpenter one. And, yeah. and also Predator. Uh, did he? We've gone sideways there. Haven't we <laughs> really haven't. So Screaming Mad George worked uh-huh. on some big stuff. You've got to admit that by the time the end of this film does come around, the effects uh-huh. are pretty good. Oh, aye. I, I, can't, I couldn't agree more. I mean, the... I hate CGI personally. I don't know how you feel about CGI, but I don't like it. I, I hate it. I think if it's a full film Rubbish. of it, like I'm not bothered, you yeah. know. Like it's a technical skill rather than a storytelling one. But if you're making a horror film, I think practical effects are are much much better personally. What about uh, the film FX and FX Two, the Deadly <laughs> Art of Illusion? <laughs> It's a long time since I watched those particular films. <laughs> Let's get that on the list. I <laughs> might have to do that one. I I'm sure F- FX2 is Brian Dennehy and yeah, Brian Brown. Yeah, uh-huh. I seem to remember that. Isn't Two Brian's. Christopher Lambert uh, in one of them as well. That's not how you pronounce his name. Is it not? What, how do you pronounce his it's name? It's French, yeah? Christophe Lambert. Christophe Lambert. No, it isn't. It's Christopher it Lambert. It's Christopher Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't get served a pint going into the pub round here saying, my name is Christoph Lambert. <laughs> but if he went, hello, I'm Christopher Lambert, they'll give him a pint, probably of Lambert. <laughs> Lambert. Lambert. <laughs> no, he calls it Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> we'll accept that. It's just called Lambert. You mean Lambert? Lambert. I don't know yeah. what he means. <laughs> 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 so anyway, the film, uh-huh. the film is about Billy Warlock, who plays Billy. I'm sure he's called like Billy Whitlock or something in the film. It's <laughs> like there's, there's not a lot of uh, imagination going on with a lot of the cast names. But, um, so he plays rich kid in uh, Beverly Hills, and it's a kind of high society. Everybody's rich. Everybody's got big cars, and for some reason. He doesn't get on with his family. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't point out why. It starts with him saying he's in. The, he's having therapy, and the therapist says, "And what about your family?" Right. He says, "Well, they're great apart from the incest." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apart, apart from the psychosis and the incest, the great. that's what he says. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't think about them that much. He doesn't fit in like everyone else, yeah. and as he starts looking into things a little bit more, he notices that everyone's a bit different, and he starts yeah. challenging it. 
he's poking into what's really going on under the surface of this seemingly uh-huh. very well-off society, and yeah. uh, and people don't like it, and it uh-huh. unravels quite spectacularly. It does. I mean, at, at the start of the film, it, it starts with a dream sequence. I don't know about you, but I can spot a dream sequence like within seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's blatantly a dream sequence. So it starts in, in that way. Um, and then it kind of cuts to the psychiatrist's office and he takes a, a bite out of an apple, doesn't he? Mm-hmm, uh, and in the apple is like all these worms, right? And yeah. then he looks again, they've gone or whatever. So mm-hmm. immediately he's in the psychiatrist's office um, you think he's crazy. Or that's the yeah. way that the, the film's pushing you to believe. I don't actually think he is crazy. No, I don't I, know. I, I think, I think that that's one of the... mistake in the film making, personally. Yeah, I think you're right. Like it's one of those where they keep making you think, oh well, maybe it's all in his head, and all of these things that the people are doing, he's just imagining it, and nobody's really uh, twisting their body around so their ass is one way, and that <laughs> the same way as that tits. <laughs> just that's just just so weird. Just but it's, so weird. A, it's a bit of an uneven film, anyway, isn't it? Because you've got this kid who's supposedly losing it, and it's quite graphic violence all the way through and you know a sinister kind of undercurrent where people are being picked off one by one if they're questioning the, the status mm. quo and but then you've got some really stupid like weird cheesy lines all the way through as well yeah. like you're calling people a, a butthead and the yeah. guy's like don't don't touch my hair and like yeah. it's it's like it, it kind of doesn't really i think there's a there's a germ of a really, really good film there, but yeah. it, it's a bit uneven all the way through. The end yeah. is unforgettable, whether you think yeah. it's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> it's unforgettable. I don't think it's a terrible film. I, I don't think it's terrible. I don't think it's particularly good. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it to someone, oh, you've got to go and watch this, you know what I mean? <laughs> like the, other, the other... Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I watched this. Don't get us wrong. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just for that simple shock. It turns out there's somebody hiding inside his sister's closet, isn't there? Mm-hmm. But there's, a re- there's a reason as to why that particular person's hiding in the closet. Because he's he's been ditched. He's been ditched. Um, and he wants to find out. I, I expect why he's been ditched. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, he gets chucked out the house. Um, and then you meet the parents. And then it moves into the first of many incestuous moments I would say because the it's the film's littered with sort of stuff like that and that yeah, it's uncomfortable it is uncomfortable all the way through it's it's very uncomfortable um it, do you think I'm it's mixed. designed to uh, catch people out who are having a sly whack <laughs> I think that is quite possible yes because that would, I'd, I'm, would just... I'm joking but also only half joking I do think it, it's it, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, it's like titillation, but then it uh, kind of flips it into something that you're like, oh, actually. Yeah, that's not I'm, good. I'm a bit yeah. disgusted that I thought that was like. Yeah. Audio. I know. I know what you. I know what you're saying. Um, um. So anyway, he zips up his sister's dress, and in another sort of Lovecraft way, a back sort of moves, doesn't it? it kind of bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um. And. He says absolutely nothing about it. He just sort of, he just dismisses it, doesn't he? <laughs> he, he doesn't actually react whatsoever to the same the way fact as that he dismisses it. Max bubbling, but he, he so, watches her have a shower, and a top half and a bottom half are the same, or the wrong way around. 
And then no. he's just yeah, like, well, oh, whatever. Again, that that is another incestuous moment, isn't it? Because um, I, I think the whole setup of that particular thing is um, that he he's going to the beach with his girlfriend, and uh, yeah. you need sun cream. Obviously, you need sun cream. And who's got the sun cream? His sister. So uh, he goes into his sister's room, and as soon as he opens the door, you can hear, you know, she's in the shower. You can hear the water, but he still goes in, right? So and then, but he's. He's meant to be the only character in the entire film that isn't incestuous. Yeah, and he is. But the oh, sister's not like leading him in. He's he's, he's got in. Yeah, he's he's exactly of his own accord. Um, and the other thing is as well is that you know he, he's so kind of set up to be out of place, but he is exactly the same as all those people. He is rich. Yeah. He's got a jeep. You know, he's he's, he's obviously got access to quite a bit of money. So he's not out of place. He's a star he's basketball not. player. He's got a uh-huh. he's got a good looking girlfriend. He's got a big car. It doesn't match up. Also, do you think he's trying to be like Marty McFly all the way through? Yeah, it was either it was either Marty McFly or some Charlie Sheen character. That's, that's who I got from. He's basically just trying to be one of those. I expect that's why he got the part. You know what I mean? Because he yeah, he's a similar type of guy to that. The film's got no humour in it whatsoever. It's supposed to be a comedy, but there's nothing funny about it whatsoever. <laughs> it's really, it's really it's not. not. There's no funny lines in it at all, but they keeps, you can tell one. it keeps trying to be, is it? One. It's when he's talking to his girlfriend and um, they've just, you know, done the dirty and that, and uh, she says to him, hey, how do you like your tea? That's where the Clarissa is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that Clarissa. How would you like your tea? Do you, do you like it with cream or sugar? Or would you like us to just pee in it? That's it. Why? <laughs> that, I don't know. But that was funny, though. And he weird. Takes, he takes ages to answer as well. He does. <laughs> he says something in reply, like, you're a classy lady. <laughs> yeah. Because before that, because that's with Clarissa, because he ends up getting dumped by his girlfriend for no reason. Yeah. Clarissa, who bumped into him on the beach, shows up and basically pro- she, he gets pushed in the pool and everyone's laughing at him. And yeah. she comes up and goes, let's go and get sucked. <laughs> is isn't, isn't sexy. It also yeah. isn't a phrase. doesn't sound yeah. like any phrases. He goes to that party in the first place. His, his, his friend who was hiding in the, in the cupboard, Blanchfart. Is that his name, Blanchfart? Someone like that. He, 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 after the beach scene, he gives him a tape. And on this particular tape, it sounds like it's his, it's his whole family sort of engaged in, in some kind of orgy. Mm. Isn't that right, Cliff? So, so there's this one bit I, I don't understand. Right. It's his sister's coming out party. I just yeah. don't know what a coming out party is. No, I didn't. I, I was com- I was completely stumped when she said. <laughs> so that's obviously something that we don't know what it is in, in uh, England or, or in this in 2020. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I've never heard it in real life. The only thing I can think of coming out party obviously would be referring to yeah. our sexuality, but it's obviously not that because he's uh-huh. expecting it to be really wholesome, and then he yeah. listens to the tape and it's a massive orgy and it's, it's, it sounds like it gets violent. Uh-huh. So then he's obviously tries to uncover the truth and what's really going on with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the people that he confides in end up dead or... Yeah, well, that Blanche does, doesn't he? He basically, he, what he tries to do is he's heard the tape and that he tries to give it to his psychiatrist and say, look, I'm not crazy. So uh, anyway, the psychiatrist listens to the tape and suddenly the tape has changed. It's not the same as when he originally heard it again. It's trying to yeah. make you think that he's crazy. 
Um, so he rings up that branch for the original version of the tape and tell her on the, on the phone says exactly where he's going to meet him. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> where? On the corner of 7th and 8th? Right, I'll see you in 20 minutes. Yeah. And suddenly, obviously, that uh, the Blanche guy ends up in a car accident dead. So, mm-hmm. obviously, we know by now that the psychiatrist, obviously, he's in on it. He's, uh, and then the tape's gone. And the tape He tries gone. to get the tape out the wreck of the car. That's and the right, tape's yeah. gone. That's also, right. you're in to meet somebody else later on as well, that Petri guy, the nerd. And he does That's the right. same thing. It's the exact, it's the, the most specific time and place meeting. Yeah. And that guy ends up with the same fate. Like he ends up dead in the car. So it um, just goes on like this for a while, but it doesn't really go anywhere. Like I got kind of bored after about 35 minutes because he's trying to get the truth and you know, there's something weird going on, but you don't get what it is. Mm-hmm. You're never going to guess what it is by the time you get, by the time it gets to an hour. So anyway, that he goes back to the, the Clarissa, that's her name, isn't it? Goes back there yeah. to hers anyway and does the dirty with her. And then what happens with her, Cliff? So she's on top of him and uh, he's got his like, arms around her. You can just see the kind of close-up, her back in his face, like looking up. Uh, and then one of her arms comes all the way around again and strokes him on the face, even though her arms are all... <laughs> Like, it's like a third. Like, there's no explanation for it. I, I thought it, there was another person there, that's why. <laughs> I thought it was somebody else there. And then he kind of, like, jumps on the floor. Again, it's another kind of very Michael J. Fox kind of move where he's, he's like, scuttling backwards on the floor. Michael J. Fox <laughs> does a lot of, like, walking backwards and being yeah. confused in Back to the Future. And it's a bit like that. Um, yeah. And then as he's watching... All of her body's the wrong way around, and her legs are like facing yeah. the wrong way, and her arms are facing the wrong way. And she's just like, "What's up, Billy?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, nothing." I thought well, you, you want said a, you in a funny, you were in a funny position. <laughs> yeah, you were in a funny position. So that's oh, yeah. all the way through. There's loads of like stupid lines like that, and especially at the end. Well, we might as well talk about the end because the rest of the film basically just there's more weird what, stuff happens. Where what builds up that. He's he's got together with Clarissa. The mom's come in. Yeah. Blanchard, Blanchard, whatever he's called, dead. So then that Petri guy comes in. Yeah. Uh And he's like, I've got something to tell you. Arranges to meet him like he does with Blanchard, and uh, he meets his fate in a very similar way. Yeah. And then Billy ends up in hospital. But I've got to be honest, I totally can't remember. Right. I can't. I don't know what that bit was all about. There's the the society, which is basically this this group, this of elites, they're basically all in on it. There's kids from the school that are in on it who are part of the society. Other people like policemen and and things like that. So the idea is, what they're trying to do is make Bill look crazy, so they can basically get rid of him. So they've got an excuse. As to why he will eventually go missing. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. There's a bit where he is in hospital. But then he, he escapes from the hospital and he's suddenly like the coolest, most like yeah. he's got so much like energy and it's almost like he's changed. He has, they have changed him. It, it, he, he does seem to have a lot more energy and, and seem to be quite comfortable with what's going on after he's he sort of abducted and, mm. and taken to the hospital. But what he actually does is then go to that Clar- Clarissa's house and, and beat her up. 
Well, I mean, why? I've got absolutely no idea. <laughs> I forgot but that's that, what yeah. he, that's what he does. And and then yeah, just so says, I mean, he comes out of hospital. He's like, it's like they've turned him into a bad person while he's been in hospital. He goes and does that, but then he just goes and like saves the day anyway. Yeah, it does. It makes absolutely no no sense whatsoever. Those those last bits. And again, he's he's sort of his friend Milo's an integral part of all this nonsense that's going on. It doesn't need to be there. It doesn't need mm. to be there. It seems seems like filler. That's what it seems like. Mm. Leading up to the the sort of you know yeah. the final act of the film. That's just so the, basically what it is. The finale. He goes home and he's decided he's going to have it out with the parents and find out what's really going on. And when he gets there. Um, he gets captured. It's foreboding, isn't it? Because at the start of the film, there's that dream sequence. He, he's mm-hmm. walking around the house with the knife, and this mm-hmm. is exactly the same. He goes back home. He mm-hmm. wanders around the dark house, gets a knife, searches the house. There's nobody there, and then he finds his his parents uh, pulling up to the drive, basically. And then suddenly the lights come on, and there's a hundred people in the house, <laughs> <laughs> and they're all in like t- tails and tuxes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, and then Judge Carter turns up. <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> not been mentioned before, but I guess it, that's to show that this goes to the very top. The judge. The judge is there. Every Everybody's in on it. The and the police. psychiatrist is there. Uh-huh. So the psychiatrist is in it all along. The police were in it all along. The judge rocks up and he's basically the ringmaster of it all. Um Quite literally, the ring master. Yeah. So, <laughs> so at this point, not nobody could surely predict what's going to happen. At this point, he wakes up and they're like, "Well done." The judge says, "Well done, Bill's parents. You did an amazing job. You've spent twenty years bringing them up for this one moment, and you are great at it." Um, let's get down to business. And also, we've got a double header tonight. You say a yeah. double header, which made me laugh. Um, <laughs> and Blanchard comes back in. Yeah, he's so he's, he's been dead. captured, so he's not dead. He's back. Yeah. Pete Reed's back. He's uh, he's part of it as well. Yeah. So they're all there. All the people. Ted Ferguson's there. They're all there. We, sh- we, should say, we should say that this is called the shunting. Yeah. So... <laughs> So they're all saying, let's get ready for the shunting. This is going to be a brilliant shunting. This is going to be the best ever. We've got a double header. (laughs) Double bill of shunting for the night. And obviously they've made that word up. Uh And and what it is, breath, what (laughs) is shunting? Yeah, yeah, thanks very much. (laughs) Right. This is, well, this is the most difficult thing to sort of explain. So basically they've brought in the the fellow Blanchard, who we've all presumed dead, but isn't um and they've got billy on the floor and they said this is what's going to happen to you right mm-hmm. so what they do basically they grab they all start taking their clothes off so we think it's some kind of of orgy unfortunately for everybody involved it it isn't i think they're some kind of slug type creature what they kind of do is is, is meld into each other don't they so they've got blanche mm-hmm. and a lot of other people who seem to meld into them, sort of so melt. At first, it looks like they're just all kissing them and licking do, his body yeah. and stuff, uh-huh. and they just start like that. But then, quickly, you realise that they're actually becoming part of yeah. it, and the face is all stretchy and they attaching to. They look, to they look like a, a strange pingo, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so this judge rocks up and he's like, right, 
I'll I'll finish this one then. Yeah. For the grand finale, okay. and I'll 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 explain this bit because you you got the ball rolling. So <laughs> he puts his hand up his arse. Yeah. And out of his mouth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So his fingers come out of his mouth, and then what uh-huh. happens? And then he, he he kind of becomes him. He kind of just melds into him once he's done mm. that. Um, uh, I think he's got a, a sort of beauty spot, hasn't he? Yes, he comes out. He's like, "Oh my god, a beauty spot!" <laughs> yeah. What do you think the reason for this particular meldness? Do you think that that's to sustain these people, or do you? Oh, in terms what of is the, the actual plot. Uh, it seems to be like the because they wanted Billy to be like a it doesn't make any sense because Blanchett is a, a loser, right? So, but Billy's the cool kid. So I initially thought it was we'll get and we'll groom someone to be really cool and rich, and we'll pick off really good people, and then yeah, we'll 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 make them part of us, and we'll get their skills or whatever. But I don't know. It just seems to be for pure pleasure, doesn't it? Like I think it's just for yeah, yeah, it could be. Just a power yeah, thing, what, I think. See, I mean, if, if if it's for sustenance, you know, if they needed to do this sort of, you know, to, to live, um, I can see the reason why they've sort of brought Billy up. It, it's like, you know, they've sort of shown him um, how to live in, in polite mm. elite society or whatever. So somehow that, that sort of refines them or what, in some way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the, the taste of them or the consuming them of Mm-hmm. I mean, we forgot as well that um, they have actually revealed that they're not these elite, the, this society, they're not the same species, are they? That's what he says. He says yeah, so he comes in, he, he's realised they're not his real parents. Yeah. And his sister's not his real sister. And then he starts calling them aliens. Uh, and they're like, we're yeah. not aliens. And he just keeps saying, aliens. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, we're not aliens. We're a different species, but we've been here species. a long time. Uh-huh. Um, we're just different to you. So, if you were going to get all film critic on it, it's it's turning a mirror on the rich communities and the high society snobs of Beverly yeah. Hills. And yeah, I mean, does money make you happy, or, or yeah. is everybody the same? I suppose the reason they all meld into one is because they all are the same awful yeah. person yeah. deep yeah. down. I mean, the the whole film is is like a, a social commentary, isn't it? That that's, yeah. that's, that's the or that is the intended point. That basically the the rich are uh, exploit the the poor, um, mm-hmm. you know, for their own ends and things like that. And there's, yeah. there's, there's parts in it, it towards the end where it's kind of jobs for the boys type thing, where yeah. you know, there's certain openings that come up, and he'll, you know, you, you're basically you're born into this particular society, aren't you? And if you if you're not in the rich elite, then then you're basically exploited. Mm-hmm. That that's the idea. Yeah, of and then I the think book. there's also the what length would you go to to be part of that society? Because I think you've got the Ted Ferguson character who's not necessarily part of it, but he's being used to get Billy and these other characters along. And then if he does well, you'll be part of the the gang. So anyway, this this particular Blanchard, he is is basically. Feasted upon, I suppose you could say. Fist, and, um, fisted upon. Somehow, <laughs> and fisted upon, yes. <laughs> and and then, um, out of the blue, Clarissa decides to let uh, what so-called hero Bill go because she loves him. 
Yeah, so she was no one of them all along. She is. She is one of them. She's mm-hmm. definitely. She's definitely one of them. Yeah. So she's one of them all along. But she yeah. decides that she wants to turn her back on this because she loves Billy because she's had that one night with him uh, yeah. where she her, her her back. where she where she used uh, monster skills. <laughs> 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 she, could, she could turn her back, couldn't she? Definitely turn her back. So her legs were facing the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs through the house. Um, he doesn't try and get out in any way, shape. Or he way. goes upstairs. He goes upstairs, <laughs> and uh, he psychiatrist chase after him with like a joker face for some yeah, reason. Yeah. So, so he's kind of the mask has slipped. I guess is what that's all about. Like, Do you think? Right. Yeah, Possibly, that must yeah, be it. So, yeah, that's so fair instead of his human face, he's got like the bottom half of his face is like a joke. None of the yeah. rest of them look like that. There's nope. no explanation for him. But yeah. the only thing I can think of is the math slipped with that with with him, and that's why he looks like that. Um, so he chases him, but he goes into his parents' room, <laughs> which is where it's Hold on, you, pre- you, you've missed out a good bit because when he's chasing him. Right, for no reason whatsoever, he's his head turns into a hat, doesn't it? Oh yeah. So, well, he's chased him. His head turns into a hat. That these are like creatures that are a little bit like slugs, I assume, but can also turn their heads into hands. Why? And he can still talk while his head's a hand as well, which is a bit odd. So he chases him. He ends up running into his parents' bedroom, and it gets really weird from there. So this is where it takes a big turn for the worse. If you if you're not enjoying it, well, well, it gets really yeah. weird. It's already so odd as it is. <laughs> his mom's lying on the bed, and she's got man's arms for legs. Yeah. <laughs> she gets out of bed and she's walking like basically on these massive arms, yeah. and his sister's head is coming out of her belly. Nope. So was the, I was hoping it was the belly. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> it's, it's the funny. The dad appears. The, the, da- <laughs> the dad the da- appears. Yeah, the dad's uh, under a sheet on all fours, and then the sheet is revealed to reveal what would be his ass, but instead yeah. of a bum, it's his head. It's, yeah. <laughs> and there's a really corny throwback yeah. to where he calls his dad a, like, a butthead, yeah. I guess. I mean... I, Considering we're dealing with incest cannibalization, the biggest joke, and they mention yeah. it again at the end of the film, is calling someone a butthead. I mean, yeah. well, it's, it's so immature I mean, and childish. I think, and the filmmakers are expecting you to laugh as well, but it's, it's so disturbing that it's impossible. I guess I was a butthead. I guess I really am a butthead. And he's, he's like blowing raspberries at him while his face is in. Yeah the arse, do you know what I mean? It, it's just disturbing. It's, it's not funny. It's horrible. <laughs> Isn't it? I, I think it I'm, basically what's happened is the family of, of whilst this orgy's going on, that the family have gone upstairs to have their own little party. Yeah, because um, they say, like, they give yeah. each other a little wink, don't they? That's say, right, oh. yeah. And they've, they've basically gone to, to merge with each other. So, uh, I mean, it's obviously... It's so weird. It is weird. Well, it's all weird. It's all fucking crazy. So he gets out of that room in the end. You just basically <laughs> just have a little joke with him. And he runs out. He's captured again. It gets to the point where he just challenges Ted Ferguson to a fist fight. He's That's like, it, yeah. enough of, I've had enough of this. We're going to sort <laughs> this out. 
once and for all, now, man now man. That, that is quite enough. I've had enough of this. I've seen more than enough of me fair shave horses and melded skin today. The only way to resolve it is with a fist fight, Ted Ferguson. How do you how do, how do you think we should go on? And he says, yeah. yeah he does. <laughs> let's, let's abandon the 17 years of uh, of setup that your parents have done to get you at, at this particular stage. We'll just resolve it all by a fist fight instead. You must think he's going to win because he's super strong because he throws them through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> He does. He, but, but unfortunately for Mr. Ferguson, it, it doesn't work out that way, does it? No, because the big woman falls on him. The big, yeah, that's the first bit. But th- that's incidental anyway, because that, that he gets up after that. So that, that didn't need to happen. So they're basically fighting, and Billy's losing, isn't he? Like you see, he's getting thrown through walls, and he's getting. And then Billy thinks there's only one thing for it. I'm yeah. going to put my hand. Up Ted Ferguson's arse, yep. and out through his, well, out through his mouth and his eyes. So the special yeah. effects in this are brilliant. Like they are good, yes, they are good. So he's, you've got his, his head stretching and his fingers coming out of the eye sockets and the eyes are popping out and his tongue's coming out, and it looks amazing. Yeah. And then to finish him off, he pulls him inside out. <laughs> he does. He pulls him inside. It's insane. And then somebody just says, he's turned him inside out. And they're like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't turn him inside out. And they let him go. Suddenly everybody's frightened of this this Billy. It's it's never explained how he's managed to do that. I I just assume while he was sort of, you know, in the process of, of... What's that? What's it called? I forgot what it's called. Now. Shunting. When he's in the process of shunting, he, he becomes quite pliable in some way. Like, uh, <laughs> like morph. I mean, fair play to Billy for doing that. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't even blink. Like he's not disgusted in that. That is that is happening. <laughs> he just he's all right with it. But then there's like you said, there's hundreds of people in that house who are trying to devour him, and they're all like, "Oh shit, we better we'll leave this guy alone." I mean, he couldn't turn all of them inside out. No, absolutely yeah. no chance. That's it. He gets out and Clarissa comes with him and get in his Jeep. And... That's it. He's already seen Ted Ferguson's innards, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I'm sure his girlfriend Clarissa's innards are quite similar because she's yeah. one of these creatures. She's obviously been conspiring against him the, the whole way, right? Until the very end. situation, right? Yeah, until the very end. But all's just suddenly forgiven. It's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. But there's only one of the society dead. An inconsequential young member, Ted Ferguson. Yeah. The rest of them are still, the judge is still there, the psychiatrist is still there, his parents and his sister. Like, every single one of them is still there. He hasn't, he has not saved the day. He's just saved himself. Yeah. I mean, goodness knows what happens. Is there a sequel to this film? I hope not. Well, there is. Oh, no, there's not. Is there? You're not going to make us watch that, are you? Don't, Cliff, don't. Honestly, I don't. I read it today. It said there was a sequel. It sounded like they turned it into a graphic novel and made some comics out of it, which I think that would work. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've got no desire to see what what Clarissa and uh, Billy and Milo yeah. go do after this. No, me neither. One more, one more thing, anyway. You know that yeah. Brian, Brian Usner guy? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of his credits on uh, IMDb as well was he wrote "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." Did you see that? <laughs> Are you joking? No, he partly wrote that film. <laughs> so he's got, <laughs> he's gone from this right. So honey, I shrunk the kids. Maybe he was like, and then when they get really small, they can uh-huh. go inside people's asses. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> and the Disney people were like, no, we can't allow that to happen. He need, he needs to, a giant and friend. That's what it's <laughs> We can't no, put Rick, no, Rick, we can put Rick Moranis in somebody's anus. <laughs> people love him. Using us kicking off. <laughs> if they're not in anybody's anus, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Can we see that Rick guy's anus? Come on. <laughs> and with that, I think we should call it a night. <laughs> I think so. Okay, well, thank you everybody for joining us. And thanks, Brett. Oh, thank you for watching that film. I'm glad you got something out of it. <laughs> And for anyone out there who's listening and wants to follow us on social media, you can get us on Twitter at FCircusPod, on Instagram at Breton Cliffs Free Circus, and we have a website that is BretonCliffsFreeCircus.com. Until next time, have a good night. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.